it was a direct mail campaign, fittingly, um, to raise funds to bring a CT suite uh, to our emergency room at the hospital. Um, oh, and certainly Directors was our partner, so it's perfect. Um, so, you know, I think every campaign starts with a great project right? Or a great product if you're selling something, or in our case, a great project to raise funds for. And I think, you know, the CT suite was that because we can all identify with being in the emergency room, uh, you know, waiting for care, uh, being worried and needing, wanting a diagnosis that was accurate and fast. And, you know, that's exactly what this project was designed to do. Um, and so, you know, we did, we built a, a lovely direct mail package and we sent that out. But I think, you know, we didn't just send it out and cross our fingers and hope it worked. I really feel like integrated campaigns is like, you know, the key to success here. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Let's Be Direct, DirectWorks podcast for everything. Well, could be direct mail or other things as well. Uh, this morning, we're super excited to have uh, Carrie Trembinski from the St. Joe's Healthcare Foundation. Uh, Carrie is a VP of Communications and Community Partnerships at the foundation. And uh, Carrie's a leader in her field. Uh, although you never guess by her youthful exuberance, a veteran of communications, including creative and strategy, PR in corporate, not-for-profit, public sector industries, Carrie's skilled in media relations, social media strategy, agency, team and project management. She's managed many crisis management uh, situations, probably in relationship with us at some point too. <laughs> Internal and external communications. Uh, Carrie is a speech writer uh, executive and executive counsel. And what we love about Carrie is that she's just been passionate about PR uh, that has the power to make a difference in communities. Uh, and finally, Carrie is one of only 500 communications professionals accredited, accredited by the Canadian Public Relations Society. So, Carrie, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to come and see us today and join us for this. Thanks for having me and for my lengthy introduction. <laughs> yes. Well, I think you deserve it. Oh, well, thank you. you know, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you've done a lot. You've been around uh, this industry and in many different industries as, or other industries as well. And it's been, a, it's been an absolute pleasure where we've crossed paths many times in the past. And, and speaking of the past, um, you know, just looking back over your two decade career in marketing, fundraising and communications, you know, what would you give your, if, if it's possible to imagine a younger you, which I can't, but what advice would you give your younger self? Yeah, um, I think it, it could be, be about life too, by the way, if you want to be about life. That's yeah, oh, well, I, I'm sure I have lots of lessons <laughs> to give myself about life. Um, but about work, you know, uh, I think what I never expected was just how much uh, the industry would change over those two decades. So if I think back to my early career, we were sending out press releases with a fax machine, um, if that doesn't date me too much. Um, and, you know, social media was not part of my day-to-day -day job. Now I have a full team member, full-time team member dedicated to social media, um, you know, and even that sometimes is, is a challenge to get it all done because there's so many platforms and I haven't touched a fax machine in, in over a decade for sure, um, you know. So um, I, I think, you know, with the advice I would give to my younger self, you know, and thank goodness, um, you know, it was one that I heeded was really to stay abreast um, of what's coming and stay ahead of it. Or, you know, you do get left behind at the same time. What's fascinating about communications is that there are some tried and true 
uh, things that can't go by the wayside. So, you know, being a strong writer will always be your greatest asset. And, you know, the importance of proofreading and fact checking before you send something to print or uh, send it out there on, onto the world of social media um, is vitally as vitally important today as it was, you know, 20 years ago when I started. Yeah, I think that makes a great point. I mean, and even even such cha which channels you're going with. I mean, you you have to look at your audience and decide how am I speaking to them, but how am I also relaying that message to them, right? Because I think the platform that you use to to disseminate information is is almost as important as the content. I mean, if sure. you're sending it out to the wrong the right message sent in by the wrong method, right? One hundred percent won't land. Yeah. 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 So you've obviously learned a lot over the last, you know, 15 plus years doing this. I mean, what was one thing that surprised you? Great. Maybe give us a story of something that surprised you most during a campaign or a project. Hmm. Um, you know, I think as communicators, we really view ourselves as the bridge between an organization and its audiences, right? Um, but I think what I've learned over the years is that you know you do you can get too close to it. And um, a great example from from healthcare is that because we work with clinicians a lot, we'll use words like nephrology when we mean kidney, and we'll use oncology when we mean cancer. And you know, you get so close to what you're doing that you actually stop seeing that stuff. And so, um, you know, I think it's really important to step back um, and to, you know, to seek feedback and uh, make sure that what you're writing um, is actually written with your audience in mind and not necessarily your organization in mind. And I think that's been a consistent lesson that, you know, we, we, we forget from time to time and then, you know, someone reads it and, you know, they don't know what we're talking about. And so you really do have to remind yourself to step back, to write it with that audience in mind, to remove that jargon that is so familiar to you, but means absolutely nothing to, to anybody else but you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those would be two lessons. And the other one I would say is... Um, just the importance of bringing value, particularly right now where we're getting information from so many sources, right? It's information overload. And so what makes me open one email over another? And for me, it's those people that can bring us value. And so, um, you know, our donors have told us over and over again, yes, of course, they need to know when our next event is or what our fundraising priorities are. But what they love the most is actually hearing from healthcare providers. So Amidst the pandemic, our infectious disease expert, Dr. Zane Chagla, who is incredible, you know, really like including messages from him in our publications, you know, about the latest wave and how transmissible it was or the new vaccine and was it safe? I think people really appreciated that value. Um, and so we've actually put a quality metric in place there to make sure that we're including those healthcare tips, um, information from our professionals in our communications materials, because we know it's bringing value to our readers and helping them to open our things. Yeah, so you've yeah, that's fantastic. You've covered a couple of couple of keys to a successful campaign. I think, you know, one of them, of course, you know, the narrative has to be something that resonates, uh, and language has to resonate with the right audience, and then you then leveraging, leveraging those those personalities or those those perspectives that that really will connect, and and have a, an inherited trust factor to them. For example, using your your clinicians, your doctors, your yeah. um, you know, you're getting the right people in front that, that perhaps create an emotional response or cause somebody to kind of sit up a little bit and go, yeah, I'm really interested in seeing what this this doctor's busy. Everybody knows doctor's busy, and he's talking to me. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. Like, I'm going to listen to this. This is really interesting. I'm hearing it right from the front lines. Yeah, the credible experts, right? I feel like that's really important. Yeah. And so if I guess if you're saying, I guess some of the best practices as well would be, would be, you know, obviously you've got your usual audience and uh, creative and uh, offers and, and that side of thing. What else would you, would you say just basically based in, on your, on your experience, in, mainly in the healthcare, I know you've been outside of the healthcare, but what other, what other keys have you, um, what are the buttons that you push that seem to really resonate and create that kind of response? Yeah, I was ready for this one. So I did think about some successful campaigns and the most recent one I can talk about is really one, it was a, um, it was a direct mail campaign, fittingly, um, to raise funds to bring a CT suite uh, to our emergency room at the hospital. Um, and certainly Directors was our partner, so it's perfect. Um, so, you know, I think every campaign starts with a great project, right? Or a great product if you're selling something, or in our case, a great project to raise funds for. And I think, you know, the CT suite was that because we can all identify with being in the emergency room, uh, you know, waiting for care. Uh, being worried and needing wanting a diagnosis that was accurate and fast. And, you know, that's exactly what this project was designed to do. Um, and so, you know, we did, we built a, a lovely direct mail package and we sent that out, but I think, you know, we didn't just send it out and cross our fingers and hope it worked. I really feel like integrated campaigns is like, you know, the key to success here. So, right. you know, again, we leverage those credible experts. We offered the media the chance to chat with our chief of emergency medicine, our chief of diagnostic imaging. You know, we put an ad in the paper. Um, we, you know, built a web page with a fundraising thermometer and we did some social too. So that no matter whether someone was receiving this in the mail or watching CHCH, flipping through the paper or scrolling through their phone, they knew what was happening and how they could be a part of it. So I think, um, you know, that integration of a campaign, direct mail is a piece of it, but there are other pieces too. And that together, that's where the magic is, right? Is, is reinforcing it. And then they think, oh, I did see that mailer. Where did I put that? Let me go grab it. Cause I'd like to make a gift after hearing that doctor on right. CHCH, you know? Right, you know, that's, that's, it's fantastic that you brought that up. Cause we, we preach this all the time with our customers and anytime we can, it's, it's not direct mail or digital. It's not digital or traditional. It is pull them all together and find a way to reach. And you know, when you do that, and I know my own experience, just witnessing this particular campaign, it was everywhere. And it really, it really did connect with me that this is a problem. Like they're putting a lot of effort. Somebody's putting a lot of effort to solve a problem. And, and like you said, people can relate to that delay. I mean, I think that's probably the, one of the most, you know, contentious issues in Canadian healthcare sure. is this, this concept of delay, 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 because we all know the timing is so important for your health, uh, especially if there's emergencies. And, and, you know, let's face it, 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 when things are, when things are going really well, you don't really, it's, it's like, you don't go to the, you, you know, you don't go to the bank when you don't, you know, when you don't need, yeah. money, right? you just, so you don't really think about it that much, but when, when it's, when, if you can bring that top of mind, I think it, it almost underscores a, a sense of urgency, urgency and a call to action just by leveraging multiple, multiple, uh, mediums, you know, media from traditional to digital to direct mail and timing it all well. And that's something you guys have done an amazing job with. And if I was to say that there's, if there's one, if there's one tip, you know, one piece of advice and one thing that I could love, I'd love for all of our customers to do is to really find ways to integrate. And we can help them with that, of course, and their own agencies can. And 
and, and, you know, the experts like you helping with podcasts like this, we get that message out. So, yeah, but it's hard you know, I think sometimes the temptation is like, oh, like this did work or this didn't work, but it really, you really have to look at all the pieces of a campaign, uh, to really kind of measure accurately. Right. So. Absolutely. With the measuring side, let's talk about that. I'm glad you brought that up because what, Maybe you could give us a really high level view of what you and some of your team do in terms of measuring. Because I mean, at the end of the day, we can we can throw a lot of stuff out there. And you can say, yeah, that was a, success, a successful campaign. Hopefully you will know that. Um, how would you know that? Well, yeah, I mean, I think there's different measures of success, right? So certainly like one thing that we do measure is like, you know, every direct mail campaign we do, um, if they are fundraising related, would have a financial goal associated with it. But that's really just one piece, right? Sometimes yeah. it's um, where we able to bring in new donors, people who've never given to us before, you know, and and that's kind of something too, because you're building a new relationship. And that's really important to, to growing the number of people who kind of know about St. Joe's and appreciate, you know, the services we're providing the community. So um, number of new donors, sometimes it's like it's converting them from a one-time donor or an event participant to becoming like, you know, like a monthly donor um, or, you know, a second time donor. And that's deepening that relationship, which, you know, in turn is a great thing uh, for all of us. So, you know, again, it's not just like dollars raised. It's sometimes it's, you know, um, open rates or click-through rates, or did they visit our website? Like, what were we asking them? What was that call to action? And how many people took that call to action? And just because they didn't give this time, but they did come to our website, you know, that's that's still a, a conversion of some sort and an important step in building that relationship. So I think it's really important not to just measure one thing, but to measure a couple of things and look at, you know, did they open it? Did they click on it? Did they give? Like, those are different steps, but they're all equally important. Right, right. Now, fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate that summary because I think a lot of um, expectations are unrealistic and you have to go into these things with your eyes open and understand that it might take numerous channels and numerous attempts to to warm up, right? And know the benchmarks too, needs. right? Like I think, you know, if you had, you know, a 13 responses percent response rate to a mailer, you know, it doesn't sound great, but actually that's phenomenal, you know? And so knowing your industry benchmarks and, and comparing apples to apples, and that's part of it too, right? Uh, otherwise there's a real danger of, of those stats being misinterpreted and, and digital even more so, you know, like a 2% a click-through on a digital ad is like, you're crushing it. You're doing a great yeah, job, right. um, but it's 2% sounds, you know, if we got that on a test, we'd all be devastated, right? So that's right. Wow. Well, I want to congratulate you and your team for doing an awesome job and and managing this complex world of, of many media and many communication styles and being as successful as St. Joe's has and, and being a big part of, of providing our community with fantastic health care. And uh, yeah, well, we've got a great been, cause and we've got some great partners in you. So, you know, thanks for your support. Well, it, it isn't. Yeah, it's true that it, it, it takes a village sometimes, right? Yeah, but, it does. <laughs> To get the village into a better healthcare position, as well as just get that get that communication out there. And thank you for your time this morning. That was awesome. Some fantastic tidbits in there, and amazing uh, amazing um, insights from somebody who uh, who I know I have a deepest respect for, and has proven herself, and will continue to do so. I'm sure, Carrie. Thank you very much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Have a good one. Bye, everyone. <laughs>